we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hot and Bravo, the podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. <laughs> my name is Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host. Matthew, did you do that because I was lip syncing to what you were saying? You were trying to like throw me no, off? No, you threw me off, oh. and I forgot what I what next line was. Well, look what happened. That was riveting. That was, was a great... It? I thought that was a great intro. Thank you. I really tried I'm my l- best. L- we'll listen back later, but that was lovely. Thank you. I appreciate the support. I really do. Great. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing great. Great. We're recording this on my half birthday, which is Cinco de Mayo. Right. But like it's primarily it's Cinco de Mayo. Like that's the celebration today. I love you though. Which is my half birthday. Yes. But uh, oh, sure. So we celebrate me today. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, fine. But a happy half birthday and happy Cinco de Mayo. Thank you. And happy Multiverse of Madness Day. Oh, yes. We're seeing that at 1 a.m. 1 a.m. God. <laughs> bless us i can't believe we're doing that but um yeah the multiverse of madness begins tonight it's a great it's a great time to be alive edward it really is and it was a really good week in bravo yeah i mean the shows were great atlanta is back and it is so good i think we'll start with that one right yeah let's start but with before atlanta. that um we have a couple do we have a, do we have any news oh we've got a lot of news we got a lot of lots of news oh a lot the biggest okay. is Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2 Ex-Wives Club trailer has dropped. Finally. We've been talking about it for weeks now. I've been anticipating this show for so long. I'm more excited about it than I was for Ultimate Girls Trip. I feel like those ladies who were on that first season, they were good. They were great. But a lot of them are, I mean, most of them are still on their respective seasons, their shows. Right. This is fun because none of these women are still on their shows. Yeah, they don't (laughs) give... A dog's rip. What was the what was her saying? Oh, just she, she, um, she don't, actually, they don't give a rip. I don't give a, a rip. Dog's rip. A dog's I don't know rip. why. I, I said, don't know why you said that. Yeah, and they don't give a rip about what they do on this this season because they're all ex wives. So I mean, they've got nothing them, to lose. They only have something to gain. I mean, if they're good enough, they'll be brought back. Well, I didn't know that. It, is it Eva or Ava? You don't know, do you? <laughs> Eva. <laughs> I think it's Eva. I don't know why I keep thinking it's Ava, but it's Eva, right? Not Ava with an A. It's Eva with an E. Eva with an E. Like Eve. Like yeah, E-V. you're confusing me now. Now I'm confused. No, it's Eva. Eva. Great. From America's Next Top Model turned and, Housewife. And Atlanta. I yes. didn't know that she was on the season. I had no idea. I thought I, I'm almost positive. I always said her name when I was going okay, through Okay, well, the you list, rolled through it because I had no idea. And I'm thrilled because you know how much I love her. I know. It's um, going to be great. The trailer was fabulous. And I think it's going to be a great spinoff. I'm glad Vicky's settling into the villain role. It seems um, she looks great. You know who looks a little crazy? Brandy. Brandy has for a while. Yeah, I love she her, but she looks a, a little cuckoo kachoo. Tamara looks great. Jill looks great. Dorinda looks great. Phaedra looks amazing. Phaedra looks phenomenal. Wow, like it's a great. I mean, everyone. I'm very excited. I can't say enough about it. If you haven't watched the trailer yet. Please go and watch the trailer. It's you're going to be so happy. So happy. 
And uh, but that was my piece of news. What was? Yeah, it? that was. I think that's all the news. I had. Oh, oh, and then the Winter House little okay. clip. Oh, okay, yeah. That we got during. Was it during Summer House? I think so. Yeah, the, during the Summer House finale. It looks like Tom and Ariana are joining the house because it looks like I saw Tom Sandoval. Maybe for snow. a couple days. I'm sure know. just for a couple days because it also looks like Austin's back. But, but I'm that's laughing because, because you were like, "Oh gosh, we have so much news," and I was like, "Oh I mean, god, I thought we were just talking about a the trailer, trailer and a clip." Well, that's <laughs> okay. Lots of news. That's two things. Two things. Uh, so let's get into the shows. Do you want to okay. do Atlanta? Yes, let's start with Atlanta. Okay. So the premiere of the newest season. We've lost some ladies. We've gained a lady. And a half, which I'm going to call Marlo a half because she was basically on the show and then has now She's been She's like promoted. a Pokemon who's now elevated to her, like, third level. Evolved. Yeah. They're not elevated. Oh, okay. Ev- she's on her third evolution. Oh, okay. Oh, my I gosh. I was a big Pokemon boy when I was younger. So was I, but I just forgot that there was certain vernacular. One for always and forever Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, okay. But yet Marlo has reached maximum potential. I'm so glad she's on this season. Um, Sonya... Seems awesome. Right off the bat, she's getting into the mix, messing with stuff, being shady. I love it. Uh, did you want – oh, yeah, you wanted to read the taglines, right? Oh, yeah, let's go through the taglines because I think they are great this year. I think they're some of the best we've ever had ever across all shows, but that's just my opinion. But, okay, let's go. Okay, let's go through the list. So I'll start with Sheree Whitfields. Which, I mean, how thrilled are we that she's back? I'm – I could not be happier – Sheree. What can I say about Sheree? She's as beautiful as a summer's day. Oh. She's as tasty as creme brulee. Oh. <laughs> my girl, Sheree. Oh, my God. This is a little spoken word that just came off the top of my dome right there. Uh, so I'm truly stunned right now. I don't know what to say to you. Well. It was beautiful. You should say, hey, to Sheree. Okay, you need to. Any stop. day. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> Please. So Sheree Whitfield, so her tagline <laughs> is spring, summer or September. I'm the one you always remember. I mean, fantastic. Fantastic. A call back to the she by Sheree. The joggers are coming. Thank you for the rhyme, Sheree. We appreciate you. Um, Kenya Moore, who, by the way, I'm really liking. I love her, uh, which I can't believe I'm saying that, but we'll get to that later. But Kenya Moore, you're always living in the moment when you are the moment. Brilliant. Fabulous. She is the moment. She always will be. All right, we got Candy Burris. I never skipped a beat or a bag. It's good. I it, mean, it's, it's not, not like not amazing, her best. but yeah, it's like. But I love her. I don't care, but it's not my favorite of hers. Uh, Drew Sedora, which I don't know why I keep forgetting her name all the time. Throughout the entire episode, I kept being like, God, what's her name? I, but I will never forget Ralph's name. That's for no, damn sure. No, oh my God, sure. I cannot wait to talk about that. But uh, Drew Sedora, tagline. I keep you on the edges of your seat. <laughs> it's cute. It's, it's cute. cute. Right, um, we got Marlo Hampton, Marlo. the friend of finally promoted to her rightful seat in the throne of housewives. I've always had the juice, but now I got the peach. Brilliant. Brilliant. So perfect. It's perfect. The producer that came up with that, brava. Bravo. And then uh, Sonia Richards Ross, our brand new housewife, quote, I may be a rookie, but this ain't my first race. Fabulous. So good. Fabulous. Perfect first tagline lets us know a little bit about her, gives a little bit of flavor. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. I'm really, really into her. Um, since we're talking about her, I'll just say real quick, I think she's great. I think she and Ross are awesome. That's her husband. They're no joke. Like, when they were working out with Drew, when, uh, you know, they showed up 
at uh, Drew's uh, taste testing. Again, we'll get into all this later, but just that couple. I like them a lot. When she said they'd been together for 18 years, more than half of her life, I was like, wow, these two are a team. Yeah, soulmates. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, love it a lot. She, I think, is a great addition to the show. I think she is going to bring a lot because I like that she has an opinion and isn't afraid to, like, jump in and just start talking. No, but and she also seems, like, genuinely nice and not combative. And she seems like she's, like, chill with all these ladies already. Like, it's she seems like she's already part of the group. It doesn't seem like, oh, this is a new person. uh, She's fitting right in, and uh, it's great. I loved it. I was was hoping we were going to get a little bit of footage of Kenya rehearsing for Dancing with the Stars. And I'm so glad that we did. We did. I was really bummed to see that Brandon, her dance partner, is engaged to someone else. Because, I don't know, I was kind of hoping that, like, they were going to, like, have a romance. I think she he's way too young for her. Well, no, obviously. And I, I don't, th- I think he's a really nice guy. And I don't think that he's, like, looking for Kenya. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you just always want people who are, like, partners on Showmances shows. are fun. Okay. Oh. Whatever. That's my, like, preteen self coming out there. But, yeah, uh, I was hoping that maybe something was happening with them. But it's not. Uh, I loved Marlo's intro. Marlo Patrice Hampton and her edges. She, it's just so glad to see. I'm so glad that she got promoted. And so glad to see her and the boys. Uh, I think we're going to really get to know them and their life. And I'm just I'm thrilled. So let's talk about, really quick, Marlo has a new business venture. Which is essentially the same business venture that What's-His-Face had on Parks and Recreation um, where he, like, rents out his clothes to, like, remember, to, like, he, like, has a boy store. Aziz Ansari. Yeah. No, Tom Haverford. I, I only watched Parks and Rec once through, so I don't oh, remember it as my well. my goodness. Okay, so Tom Haverford has a place that's, like, almost similar to this. I think he calls it, like, some ridiculous name that's almost as ridiculous as <laughs> L- Archive. Like, it's literally identical and people who have watched parks and recreation will know like basically tom haverford has like all these nice clothes but they're so small because they only fit him and so he starts a business where he like rents out his clothes to like teens well that's exactly what marlo is doing doing. yeah and it's so funny because i it's really it's actually kind of sweet i think all the ladies even sonya and she's brand new i think everyone knows what a big deal it is for Marlo this season to be filming as a full-timer after being a friend of for so many years. Like this event is a the, the, her first big event as a full-timer. And so, I don't know. I feel like everyone really like bit their tongue and like held back a little bit uh, more than they could have uh-huh. because they really wanted to support her and be like, no, this is Marlo's moment. She's finally a full-time housewife. Like we're going to be like supportive, but they couldn't, I mean, and I couldn't help but thinking either. It's like, wait a second. Okay, so are all of these pieces that you either got from your ex-boyfriends that were rich, or are they pieces that you purchased with their yeah. money, and then you just saved them, and now you're going to rent them out? It's just, it's interesting. It and is. And I love how no one, I didn't I didn't know that that was a thing that no one knew what Marlo did for a living. I no, just, I, mean, I just never thought about like, it. She's like, she just had like rich boyfriends. Like that's the, that's the No, rumor. I know. But then they all keep saying like to this day, but like that, the, that was like 10 years ago, apparently. She's been single for a long time. Yeah. So even now to this day, people 
I don't know what she yeah, does. She just makes money. I mean, she rents out her clothes to the people uh, of Atlanta. Uh, apparently, twenty five uh, twenty five percent per day. I also don't get why the ladies were dragging her for like not having like models and doing that whole thing. I uh, she could have filled the room a little bit more. I okay. think that cri- I think that critique's a little fair. I okay, maybe a smaller room, but I liked the idea of just having it like a museum. Like I thought that was very it was very Marlowe, and I thought it was very appropriate, especially because it was like J Lo's dress. Yeah, which I feel like there are like four of those out there, <laughs> right? Well, okay, so people are saying that maybe Carrie Colby like bar- is friends with Marlo Hampton, which is why she borrowed <gasps> oh. the dress because Carrie Colby on Drag Race. That's what we're. So, I'm sorry, I'm talking. I jumped into Drag Race without even. We're jumping multiverses notice. already. I know. So Carrie Colby said she borrowed that dress for the night of J Lo's from a friend. I think it was Marlo. She also probably could have rented it from Marlo. That Marlo is, is very interesting. Yeah. Okay. All also, right. by the way, Tom Haverford's business was called Rent a Swag. Uh, so it's the archive in real life. Which I I know, and we'll touch on this later, but it's so funny that we're all like adding these French names to things to make them sound fancy between this and the other name we'll get to for Candy and the Gang. Like what's what's happening? We'll here? talk about it. We'll you, talk I guess about you it. You have something to tell. Oh me yeah, well. I have a funny story, but we'll get to it once we get to. Also, Candy I love the that the archive was spelled wrong. Like if there's no I e, know. it's just the L. And I gotta say, like Kenya, I really liked her behavior at this event. Like okay, yeah, I think because everything she's been through, she softened up a little bit. And um, her and Drew making peace was lovely to see. Her kind of getting along with everybody and. I mean, there was the fight at the end about the public school and private no, school. No, but totally. But I, I think that she, like, didn't. I, I didn't see her being as shady or as catty as she usually can I be. I think you just are seeing the other side of Kenya that people like me have seen for a very long time. Well, and we like, saw it during the Ultimate Girls Trip too. Yeah, I think. see, that's what you're seeing. And then you watched Dancing with the Stars. You saw her on Dancing with the Stars. I loved her on Dancing with the Stars and her having her little play dates with, uh, Brooklyn and what's Amanda's. Oh Son's yeah, name, Elvis. Um, Elvis. That was really cute. Brooklyn very, and very Elvis. cute. Also, well, and she's I'm also sorry. not divorced yet. I didn't know that she wasn't fully divorced yet. This is like another Bethany Frankel situation. Oh, he's the worst. He's probably he's yeah, Ralph. Both, or yeah. Not, oh, oh, Ralph. Whoa, we'll, Freudian we'll slip. That. We'll get yeah. to that. But what's his name? Mark. Mark. Yeah. We hate um, him. But yeah, Mark will hold on to her for dear life. He'll yeah. But I'm glad that people are coming around on the Kenya situation. I've always loved Kenya ever since she was on Millionaire Matchmaker when I met her and she was the nicest to me. Our hundredth episode. Never forget. But but I think it's totally fair for people to have questions about Marlo's event and just what exactly it is. And I oh, I, I think Marlo's just feeling a little bit like sensitive because she's like, I want this to go perfectly because again, this is my moment. And I just but the strawberry dress, dude. Yeah, it's. I died when Sheree was like, "Those look like those candies that my grandmother would give me to shut the fuck up." A hundred percent. And I was like, "Yes, I know those candies." My grandma well. too. A hundred percent. It killed me. Uh, okay, speaking of Drew, should we talk about Drew? The problem with Drew. Well, which okay, well there are there two. Multiple. What are you gonna say? The assistant. Well, let I'll start with the um the drop it with Drew and food prep program. Okay. So here's the thing, I think Drew's great. Um. Uh, working out, being uh, being on a diet, working out, 
uh, changing your lifestyle, being on a workout regime, all of that stuff. We both know that shit is fucking hard. And so Drew, if you want to say that you lost 25 pounds when you lost 10, girl, you do you. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, that was, I was like, really like, and I, I love, I, I like, love really? Sonia and Candy both being like, you know what? We're going to just keep our mouth shut. You say whatever you want. But I, I am with Sonia where I'm like, are you the most qualified person to take up this? This She isn't. She isn't. I appreciate the passion and I get like coming from that personal place of like struggling with your body and with and with, with weight and with transforming yourself. Like you want to, you know, create a program and help other people. That is very sweet. I love that sentiment. However, you got to be like these other women on these franchises where they hire these professionals to do it for them and they just put their name and their face on it. You know? I, I don't know. I guess the meals weren't bad. Candy no, they was, looked good. Candy was eating it and was like, this is good. No, they looked good. And, you know, uh, <laughs> she's dropping it. She's dropping it like it's hot. She's dropping those pounds. 25 pounds So that's pounds the first problem. Weeks. But I think, I you know, hell. Uh, so, uh, sorry. When Go I, for it. When you were talking about the problems, I mean, the first problem I was like, when that assistant was like talking to Candy and was like, oh, Miss Candy <gasps> first. Anthony, was like, he is I was weird. Like, There's a lot going on with this guy. And I think we're going to get into it more next week because apparently he's also Sheree's assistant. Oh, and there's, yeah. There's drama there's there. Drama but there, but you're, you want to talk about the other assistant, the other problem that Drew's got oh, with yes. Ralph. The yes. Psych- he's a psychopath. He's okay, a serial so. killer. Ugh. I'm telling everyone right now, Ralph has slept with this assistant. His body language in denying it, the way that the assistant is acting on social media, they've already slept together. Oh, he's doing that classic thing where when you lie, you repeat the question. Like when Candy was asking him, I'm like, well, what did you reply back? And he goes, what did I reply back? And Candy's like, yeah, what did you say back to her? And the fact that he was afraid to tell them because he knew he couldn't twist it the same way he was able to twist it for Drew. I'm really – it's really weird though because Drew – is not a dummy and she clearly knows what's happening. Yeah. But I think she's sort of holding firm until he's the one that says it out loud and admits it. Cause I think that she knows that there's a lot at stake given that they have children together and they have a whole life. I get it. And a business. Again, and I, all again, I'm not married. Yeah. I don't want, I can't even begin to imagine and process the machinations of all of that. But uh, girl, you got to walk away. We were feeling about this last season, yeah. all last season. And we kind of softened up at the end, but he's a psycho. He's lying. He's cheating. Well, and I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg. I feel like we're going to find out a lot worse and a lot more throughout the season. And I'm excited because I think that like all the women come to her defense this season. Good. All of them, including Kenya. So like, I'm excited to see that. And Ralph has nowhere to go when all the women are coming for him. I, Cannot wait for that. Yeah, when he walked into the room while the ladies were talking about it, like trying to stop the conversation, I was like, this is trouble. This is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I just, I can't. She, he has already slept with this woman. There, the, the comfortability that she has texting him in certain ways and also posting about him essentially on social media, they've already done it. Oh, oh, 1,000%. She, she thinks he's hers. 100%. She's being very bold. Um, before we move on, what else did I have? Oh, Sheree, all I wanted to say was um, I'm glad that Tyrone is out of prison. Yes. And um, it's crazy that they're practicing abstinence, but uh, good for them. And uh, what else? I also thought it was hilarious that you could totally tell that Sonya was jogging when she was doing the little relay race between her and Drew. She just was doing a light jog. Yeah. When Drew was like, hustling so i'm excited i hope there's more athletic 
Events. I think we're going to see more of her for sure and what she can do. I agree. I Yeah, but Atlanta starts off strong. Got to say, love it. Love every second of it. Me too. Me too. And then we had my other Atlanta, not guilty pleasure, just pleasure, mm-hmm. which is Candy and the Gang. Should we jump into that? Yes. Thrilled that next week is the finale. I'm glad that we just got like a quick little eight week. Yes. You know, story. a little something, something just to, you know, wet the old whistle as it were. And get us excited about these people. Because I love these people. This cast is great. Um, but I'm glad. I think we were about to get to that point where we're like, oh, where are we going? We and more? now we're like wrapping it up. And I think I think if they wrap it up here, it's a good season ending. They have enough to kind of say, okay, what storylines can we build? What's happening here? Where do we go? Because I think there's a lot happening. Yeah. And do we integrate the other two locations? Like OLG yeah, number two and expand? Blaze. Like, because it's, it's Candy and her entire world, so. Yeah, it's not specifically, I mean, this is like Vanderpump Rules. Like, it's not specifically one restaurant anymore. No. It's like the chain of, the, I mean, their empires. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, Do you want to go ahead and just, just get right into Poo Confiant? <laughs> Poo? Poo Confiant? John Juan killed me. He was like, it's called Poo? It's literally called Poo. He's like, but it means skin. And I'm like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's like, poo anything is poo. I love that like, Candy, like, at the photo shoot was like, yeah, poo reminds me of S-H-I-T. Yeah. Like, like spelling and, it like, out because no, I don't want to uh, say it. And I'm so, like, and I, I, okay, I have a very soft spot for Patrick. I think that he means really well and just wants to, like, make money and, like, build a life and do yes. well. And, like, I, it's, it's sweet. And everyone, I think, sees how sweet and, and how well-meaning he is. So that's why they kind of give him a break. But I love everyone. This is the one thing people cannot just let him roll through life going on thinking it's great. He's like, no, 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 no. You, we need to change the name. The here. name needs to have a, d- yeah, it's a lot. Cause I'm sure the product is fine. The product is probably fantastic, but the name, and dude. also I'm just, okay. Everyone has their own business in Atlanta. Literally everyone has a business. You got the spring rolls, You've got the, the event organization or the event. It must be a great place to start a business. I guess so. Because I'm like, Good everyone, on Georgia. everyone has their own company, which I love it. And I have zero. Everyone's hustling. I know we should really do what, something. What with our business lives. would we start? I don't know. We should think about that. What are we what are we passionate about besides ourselves? Junk food. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> like a healthy junk snack? Yeah. Oh, Th- maybe we should look into that. Maybe like a kind bar. <laughs> no? I want a chip. Okay. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> fine. Fine. Literally, these are our meetings. You're listening in on our business. This is now a Speaking of food, though, I wish there was a food truck park near us like there was with in Atlanta because it looks like there was a couple. And, you know, when Brian was like checking stuff out, it's like 70 grand, though, for a food truck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, okay. First of all, did not know it was that expensive to have a food truck. But I, I like the idea of him doing a food truck. Well, I mean, let's just talk about it now. He does the presentation for Todd to kind of have Todd on as an investor. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he made the decision, but Todd was basically like, I want 50% of the company. I want to own, own half and I will make everything happen. And this will be a real business in six months. I would take that deal. If Especially I were Brian, I would too, because he doesn't know anything about yes. the machinations yes. of, I said machinations twice today. He doesn't know the ins and outs of, of the operations of a business. And At Todd, this point, yeah. And it's his first business. If he wants to start something else, he can start something else and have Todd on as a smaller investor, but he has no money. Nope. He has no startup. Nope. 
Like he needs all the help he can get. So give half your business away. You'll still be making a huge profit and your name and your face are on it. Like it'll grow from there. You're fine. I, I, I would do it. Uh, to go back to, um, (laughs) I loved his slogan. Um, I'm confident in my skin. You should be poo. It's (laughs) so bad. It's good. I mean, I mean, Safaro doing the photos at the photo shoot. Okay, I love them being candy bean. She's like, they're doing a candy and Todd thing, you know, working. And they were like, Todd was like, they're not candy and Todd. They're, no, absolutely not. Like, please. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I also love that finding out that Philip, like, was a model. I mean, I'm not surprised. Beautiful man. I mean, I think anyone has, has been, like, Hello. a model. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I think he took those photos. He I was mean, embarrassed. There was only those three, the only those photos on the beach in that underwear. Like I, I think he took like a set of photos. He's a handsome man. I'll take it any, any time. Hilarious. Honestly. But the quasi got me so good. I was, oh, was dying. It Qu- oh, quasi was the name. Wasn't it? Don't get quasi. Oh, that was, Oh, that was quasi. Oh, it is quasi, but it was like quasi. Oh, <laughs> I totally missed that. Uh, that was the joke. Oh, I don't get crazy. I, I was, I think I was cooking when, when, when you were watching it. It's yeah. fine. Okay. Oh, wait, I want to know. So we have Pooh Confident. We've got Law Archive. What did you name? Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I remember this. Okay. So I, I wanted our school or I wanted our drama department rather to do um, an AIDS benefit, like a, like a AIDS cabaret. Basically, because okay. uh, there was a school nearby that had done one that was really successful. And I was like, oh, well, we should do one at Costa. And we did one. It was very successful. I just I couldn't think of a name for the event. You called it Lades. I know. I called it Hope because the theme was like we wanted like stories of hope or like of perseverance, like in like the monologue or the song that you were doing. So, so I was like, well, hope, okay, hope, but I can't just call it hope. So I looked up what hope was in French and I named it Espoir. That's the name of the cabaret was Espoir, a celebration of hope at Miracosta High School. I hate that. I know. I hate it too. I, I want to everything about that I want to kill myself. I really do. It, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. So I totally empathize with Patrick and with Marlo. You think it's going to just spice it up? The French. I'm dead at the French of it all. Oh, my goodness. I know. Uh, congratulations, Chandrika, on your promotion. I think that Philip has the right instinct with yes. giving this to her. I think it's going to really make her I loved. Happy. I mean, I loved slash hated that they were like, you have some infractions, and she's fighting them back. Like I'm like, girl, you're about to get a promotion, and you're fighting with I them know. right now. She can, never, she can never chill. Okay. Speaking of not chilling, uh, Taryn... Um, Philip, Philip, brother's girlfriend. What were you thinking? She was lit. He tried to throw her multiple life vests. I, okay. Why would you go into an interview drunk? And she just kept repeating herself. And Candy and Todd could not. I would have been laughing. I would have been too. I would have been laughing out loud at her face. I would have been like, girl, knock it off. What did you drink? What did you drink? What was in that? She probably had a Long Island. She's like, yeah, you know, people like Long Island because we got like, <laughs> oh my god, gin. or no. The question was, what's your favorite drink for like to give whatever to make to make? Yeah. yeah. And she was like, you know, when people come in, they don't know what they're drinking, and so I wait. That was the question. Like I was like, girl, <laughs> was so good. Girl. And, and Philip was like, come on, help me out here. Don't do this to me. Um, 
Katie was like, well, she was nice. Well, she wasn't, but like that was something. <laughs> that was great. I loved that. Um, also, what killed me though, one other thing I want to mention before we move on is when Patrick and Safari's dad got together. I think it's a terrible idea for Patrick. Miriam. To- oh God, I keep forgetting that's her real name. Um, if I were her, I would change it too, but I wouldn't change it to Safari. But anyway, I I cringe at the thought of Patrick getting married to anyone at the moment, but I felt so bad for him when it's so clear on Safari's dad's face that he's like, if my daughter thinks you're good enough, that's fine. But I, I can't get involved because if, yeah, if it were my decision, you would not be anywhere near her. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think next season or not, not next season. I think next episode, he's going to ask at that event. I think, I think so too. And I think she's going to say yes. Of course she's going to say yes. She's going to jump into candy And then you know it's going to be a competition of the weddings between Chandrika and Safari. Oh, I love to see it. It's perfect. All right, let's go to the Hamptons, baby. I always think, it's the islands, baby, or the house island housewives. What do they say again? Let's go to the islands. You're just on another level today. We're island boys. Uh, technically, yes. Manhattan, Manhattan is, an is an island. Yes, yes, you are correct. Living life on the island. Oh, sweet lord! Um, this is how Amanda. This is how exhausted Amanda must feel sometimes. You know, <laughs> I just gotta say. Are you saying <laughs> I'm a Kyle? No. Okay, thank you because I love him. Okay, get out of here. Yeah, let's talk summer house. Well, it's a bummer that they had a falling out at the prom party. But they seem to kind of put the kibosh on it pretty quick just to enjoy the rest of their night. And everyone looked good. Everyone got drunk. It was great. I'm excited that we're um, this whole Danielle going down to Charleston, like Southern Charm spinoff like thing is kind of real happening. Yeah. And happening. Uh, And I loved seeing Carl and Lindsay get a little closer. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of really good stuff. I mean, prom ended i think in a really fun way i think they all had a really good time coming in the pool yeah it's it's always a good time with these ones especially like at the end of the end of the summer party because everyone's on good terms everyone's like sierra and alex making out making amends i loved that i loved that they had a little moment because alex is he tried to get in i don't think he'll be back next season we'll see he he did a good he had a good effort yeah he's cutie but we're good but the big, I guess the big moment of this entire episode is the wedding. A hundred percent. And woof. Uh, the fact that they got COVID exactly two weeks before. I was so stressed for them. Well, cause immediately when they said that, I was like, Oh, this is a sign from the universe. Like mayday, mayday, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. But then to see, it was actually really sweet to see when, you know, we go to, you know, uh, wedding day and to see how happy they are. And they're both like, you know what? We were put through the test, but we had each other and we made and it we through. Made and it. this was sort of like a wedding. This was like a life marriage test. Yeah. And we passed it. And like, I buy it. You know what I'm saying? It's so after everything we've been through yeah. this season, it's so crazy. But like in those two weeks, I think they really found each other like, well, in no, terms they, of being partners. A hundred percent. No, I think, I think they've always realized, and this is kind of like, they've, they've brought this up multiple times this season is that they are each other's rock. Like they're the ones that keeps each other sane and stable. And even in the craziest of times, they can still find each other and kind of get back into whatever they have. Totally. 
which is probably not. I mean, their normal isn't normal for everyone, of course. No, which is not. fair. But at the same time, like I think they really got to see that in each other by having to go through COVID and take care of each other and just be alone, quarantined with each other, and and get everything finalized for the wedding last minute. Well, and as Kyle said, just decide what's really truly important, what matters and what doesn't. I'm glad to hear that the prenup was one of the things that didn't matter. I hope they go back just to, I don't know. A post-nup? Yeah, just to be safe. Not to, like, again, not an assumption of that they're going to break up, but just to keep themselves legally, financially protected. I think it's just smart. But... I think it was smart to let that go and just focus on other things, you know, this close to the wedding with COVID looming. Yeah. Uh, they're, they looked so good. And so the, the house, the estate in Jersey is crazy big. Yeah. Beautiful. I was really impressed with the property. I was not expecting. I was not expecting that at all. If my parents had that much land, I would definitely get married. In, on the, at your house? I mean, yeah. Of course. And... I thought everyone that came to the wedding looked fantastic. The vows were so sweet. Uh, I have to say, Kyle has never been happier. No. Oh, my God. He could not help himself from smiling. It was great. He got a little teary-eyed when he saw Amanda, who looked gorgeous. Gorgeous. That That dress was perfect. I love how simple and just it was amazing. He got a little teary-eyed. He had that big grin on his face. I was like, he loves this this woman so much, and she realizes that. There's going to be no one else in the entire world for Kyle Cook but Amanda Petula. Yeah. Or Amanda Cook now, I guess. <laughs> so it made me really happy. I thought the wedding was – it was perfect. It was – they had a really great time. Yeah. And, and then we had Carl and Lindsay's moment. Yeah. I – Yeah. What are your thoughts? So champion of champions for these two. I just love them both separately. And, but like, okay. So I think they brought up a really, they brought up really fair points where it's like, they either got to go all in or it's going to be the end of everything. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's part of the reason why it seems like they're so like all in on the internet, you yeah. know, and it seems almost like it's performative. Sure. Which I get, I get in some sense, I feel like they feel like they have to. Right. Because of who they are and like their, their livelihood. But at the same time, I'm like, I would, I would be fine with them kind of pulling it back a little bit and not being so in our face about their relationship. Yeah, I'm really, I'm curious, you know, because like what? Th- this wedding was June. June. No, 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 no. This wedding was September. Oh, because Labor tw- Day. Yeah, Labor Day. So this was, was September of 2021. And then they didn't officially start dating until January because remember Carl said that he wanted to wait until he was sober for a year to, to be in a relationship with anybody. So it's only been five months. Yes, but I'm wondering, like, it from from what September to December, January, like that's a lot of buildup, and you're living in the same building. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot can happen, especially with like someone like Lindsay, who I think got all this stuff out of her system this summer in orders to be ready for a her, relationship. Her, yeah, her like her person, her forever person. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. 
I do not know. It it did feel a little bit like, on one hand, I think it's great. On the other hand, there is a part of me that does feel like it's a little bit like, well, this will look great. And, yeah. we do lo- and we do love each other on some level, so why not go for it? Yeah, it seems like something is off about it a little bit. But we'll see. We'll see. But wait. yeah, I know we'll see, but like... It, it's it's upsetting to like be like oh I'm reading for them and then be like well now I'm kind of like weird there's something weird because again about we it. kept mentioning the entire season like uh, when did they fall into place because I don't see any real signs of it I know they yeah. I know they tried to edit it that way yeah but yeah it, it I just think didn't th- fall I think that's what it is it, it feels like very all of a sudden yeah it didn't really fall into place uh you know gradually it just felt kind of thrown to our face last minute as we wrap up the season, I don't know. Yeah. And we don't know what's happened behind the scenes. They of course said not, but they said there was like 10 days or something that like changed everything for her. Perhaps. But, and, and I'm sure that'll all get answered it's at the reunion because the preview that they play at the end of this week's episode, it sounds like no one's really thrilled about the two of them being together. Yeah. Everyone's except kind maybe of, Luke. Yeah. It seems but Luke's a nice guy. So but Luke's just a good guy. Yeah. It, yeah it just seems I'm interested to s- for this reunion because I think we're going to learn a lot. And I'm interested to see what they have. To- Andy has to say about Amanda and Kyle. I'm interested what Kyle and Amanda have to say about themselves. Yeah. I'm interested to hear from Andrea and Paige. I'm interested to hear from Ciara. Yep. Uh, I like I like Maya. I think Maya will get another season for sure. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. This is what a great show is. Is like we're still talking about it after the finale, and we're like, okay, there's stuff that we need to know in the reunion. It's not like OC where it's like, okay, we just have a reunion. Like, we're gonna unpack. Which, by the way, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I wanted to say this comment when we were talking about Atlanta and you talking about reunions reminded me. Um, I'm so glad Atlanta is back because they, these ladies, remind me what level the shows should be at. Yes, like. Jersey's, Jersey, especially in the reunion, which we're about to talk about, has been great. Fantastic, yeah. But it was a – and it was a solid season. But, like, OC, like, now having been reminded how good it should and can be, OC really has to do another – has to do more rebooting. They have to – Because this have first to really episode of Atlanta in. was jam-packed with stuff, and it was such a great ride, and I loved it so much. So – if we're gonna ha- if you're gonna be a housewives franchise, you have to bring it. You have to be yeah. Potomac. You have to be Atlanta. You have to be Beverly Hills. You have to be Salt Lake. You have to be up there. You know, Miami returned really hot and heavy. I thought so. Yeah. I'm glad they're back, but like, it can be really good. So if it's not, it shouldn't be on the air. And that's the thing. That's the thing is like now we we have multiple franchises on there that are performing. At a very high level. Exactly. And the ones that aren't are really falling to the wayside. And it's like, we got rid of Dallas. Do I miss it? No. no. Not even a little bit. I miss Deidre and Mama D, but that's it. Deidre. Right? Is that her name? Deandra. Right? Yeah, Deandra. I was like, Deidre. <laughs> Who the hell is I was Deidre? pretty close. You were very close. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Shall we move on to the last one? Yeah, let's let's move into our... New Jersey Housewives in part one of a part three reunion special. Oh, hello, Mr. Announcer Man. I don't know what that Announcer Man thing was. It's great, though. You know a season's good, or you know a show is good when you've got three, at least three parts. At least. And, I mean, I got to say, this Jersey reunion part one was I better than all of the parts of OC. Uh, 100%. Uh, 
first of all, love how the ladies look. They look I really good. I think picking really a good. color theme is much better than picking like a like a fabric, like sparkles or sparkles feathers. or feathers, like fucking Salt Lake. The I ladies think looked incredible. Looked incredible. Um, Jennifer's chin is better. back to normal. According to her, uh, she took the implant out. I think she looks way better. The nose has settled. Uh, I am so surprised. Actually, I, I don't know if surprise is the right word, but it's it was sort of shocking to see Dolores and Jennifer immediately fight, start to go at it. Yeah. Immediately on, you know, on opposite ends. Uh, it's weird having like, Dolores and Teresa are are good and Teresa and Jen are good, but Jen and Dolores are not like that group is fractured. It's weird. Everything. So what this reunion showed me was that there's definitely like two teams and the, the teams are either team Teresa or team Marge. I'm not even going to put Melissa at the head of it because yeah. Melissa's not the head of it. No, it's Marge against Teresa. Yeah. Quite literally. Yeah. And it's to the point where like Teresa has completely written off her family, which we'll get into. Oof, yeah, it's okay. And it's getting, it's getting, it's, it's getting to old Jersey. And this is what I'm going to say by it. it's getting to old Jersey. Teresa and Melissa are done playing games with each other. Done. They have played the game of we are family. We're here for each other. We support each other. It's all good. Whatever. This reunion ended that. I completely agree. Uh, let's just jump to that real quick because I, you know, we listen to a lot of podcasts. We like, we keep up yeah. with a lot of stuff for this podcast and just because we love Bravo, but there's just been a, there's been a lot of discussion about Teresa and Melissa for many years now. Like who is the, who started who's it? Who's really yeah. the villain? Who's really like, you know, the ingenue, the hero. And it's Melissa because she had her wedding when Teresa was nine months pregnant. Well, so this is the thing is that like, it, you know, the argument is that on the show, it seems like the Teresa is the villain and the problem starter, but really behind the scenes that Melissa is like the one pulling the, the strings issue, yeah. and, and is the real issue. And I've been open to both, um, you know, ideas. I've been more apt to say that Teresa is the problem. And I got to say, this whole thing kind of makes me think that I'm right. I think I love Teresa. I do. This is not a, uh, you know, I love Teresa. I think she's wonderful for the show. I will never want to see her leave. But when it comes to her and Melissa, I take to Melissa's side because you could really see the hurt in Melissa's eyes when she's like, you know what? Like, I know that we have our shit and we have our issues and we've had our fights, but like we're family. Yeah. And like, I have been there for you and I have been there for your family. And when we, we've been there through a lot. And the fact that you're having Louis sisters before you have me in your wedding it's, party, that's you know what ridiculous. you're doing when you yeah. do that. And that's fucking bullshit. And I'm not going to sit here and get mad because I'm happy for you. But like, let's not pretend that you're just like, Oh, I'm so innocent. Things are getting planned without my knowledge. It's my wedding. Like, whoops. It's like, let's cut the bullshit. Yeah. Like we're not little girls anymore. And it's amazing. I cannot remember a time when Teresa hasn't been able to let things go and forget things. And like, if this was not, it was amazing seeing her go back in time with each comment, like went back to when, they like you were just about to mention it. What was it when she was saying, uh, if we were really close, really friends, she wouldn't have gotten married when I was nine months pregnant. Yes. She would have made me a bridesmaid after the fact that she would have waited. That's like, so this is proof that you've just never, never liked, liked each her. other. Never. I think the thing is, is I think Teresa 
in especially in the DJ clan was like the princess. She was the queen. She was yes. like Kathy Wahili and uh fucking um Rosie were not gonna step up to yeah. Teresa. Finally though, then Melissa comes around and she's like the first girl that can like kind of outshine Teresa a little bit. I think from the moment Melissa walked into the, the her life, she was Teresa done. was like, I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like you. I don't like your face. I don't like who you are. I don't like that you're marrying my brother. Go fuck yourself. And I don't think there's anything Melissa could have done to whatever. To change it. And do I think Melissa probably has done and said shady things throughout their, her time with Teresa over the past 20 years because, like, she's had enough and sometimes you lose your shit and you whatever. Sure. But I think this was a problem that was born decades ago and is never going to die. It's just, I mean, come on. We're still bringing up Caroline and Jacqueline. Oh gosh, like, and come yeah, on. And Kathy. Like, like, please. It's just I like. I did love when Joe, when Joe quit, though. Quit, Joe quit the show. He's like, thank you, bravo, for 13 seasons. Well, come on, Teresa. It's like you. Calling him a housewife. You nail I mean, him to is. the. You, he, is. he is. But you nail him to the cross every chance you get when he doesn't defend you. And you cannot bring yourself to stand up for him once. once. Yeah. It's insane. And, you know, I'm. Um, I love that Teresa was like, roll the tape. Please give me a time when I've helped Melissa out. Cause she couldn't even think of one. Think Cause of there's it. never been a time. Yes. Never been. And Melissa, there's been a couple. Come on. Yeah. Like give Melissa some credit. But I'm glad we got that out of the way. Cause that really bothered me. I was like, Teresa, I love you. You but seem you very s- bothered. You, you were on a little bit of a, a rant there. Cause I, uh, well, and maybe Melissa is a good actress, but the way Melissa just sat there and kept her cool and was like, you know what? Like, you're you garbage, Teresa. You garbage. Like I just appreciated that because, like, yeah, I just thought Melissa was like real talk. I know that we we do shit to each other. We know that we do, but like this is fucked up and this is not nice and it's yeah. mean. And like you again, flip it around. If I were getting married or if your brother was getting married and you weren't involved, like it would be a whole fucking. It would thing. be the end of the world. End of the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let's. Put a pin in. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. You are Shannon. You, Shannon. Put a pin in this for a second, and let's talk about some of the other ladies. Also, for someone who just got their appendix out and can't can't scream, she's got a lot of strength. Teresa's uh, saying a lot of things. I'm saying a lot of stuff. Uh, okay, I am very into this new thing of them putting people who are against each other on the same couch, because <laughs> it's great see, seeing people turn to their side and fight, like Dolores and Jen. I agree. Okay, with Dolores and Jen, I feel, okay, here's my thing, is I'm kind of more so always not going to be on the side of Jen these days. I think Jen is a little bit delusional, and I think Jen blows things out of proportion and doesn't really, like, take a second to think. No. At the end of the day. I think not that's even just, a little bit. I just think that's it. I think she's just firing on all cylinders, just like, woo, here we go, I'm guns blazing, like, I'm on this show, I'm doing this thing, and it's like, girl... I, I can't I can't get on her side. No, I can't. I mean, I love her. I think she's great for the show. I think I like I still have a like a soft spot for her. But uh no. I I mean between her and Dolores, I'm going to pick Dolores 100. 110% of the time. What did you think about Teresa saying Jackie's not classy because she said Bill sticks his dick in someone else. I was like, again, when you really parse out what she's saying and why she's saying it in the moment, Jackie was only trying to be supportive of Jen. And it's super, super clear. And again, Teresa, when 
I don't know. Teresa just acts like a, an animal in a cage with shit like this and just throws shit against the wall to see if it sticks when it comes to just lashing out and throwing out like, you know, um, you know, offensive thing after offensive thing or yes. just, she's trying to see where can I get this person? Where can I make a jab? Because it's, Teresa doesn't have, I don't think the skills to kind of like be strategic yeah, and kind of wait to like hold on to things or bring stuff up. You know, it's just like, well, I'm going to bring up everything that comes to my mind as soon as, as it does. As soon as it does. Yeah. Cause I, that's the only way I can fight off all of you bitches. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was not a good look for Teresa, this reunion. I cannot believe she didn't invite Dolores to her engagement party. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, that was that was weird. Okay, and so you could tell Dolores was her, but the Dolores is a really good friend, so Dolores isn't going to throw her under the bus, so she's going to sit there and go, oh, I wasn't hurt. If that's what Teresa wanted, that's what Teresa yeah, wanted. So, that's so it. Here's the thing. Here's, here's my... Uh, Your take. My take. I think it all comes back to Louie. So, I mean, we got the whole thing about, like, Louis so different from Joe. He cares about me. He loves me. He only wants to be with me, around me all the time. You know, Joe, I wasn't in love with Joe when I married him. Like, I just thought, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to get out of the house. I was like, Teresa, really? We've been watching you for yeah. years. We know that is bullshit. But, but anyway, love you. So here's the thing is, yeah, Louis so caring and kind and loving but like there's also there's also those people who are so caring and loving and kind that they only want you in their life and they only want to be with you and they can't share you with anyone else yeah and so they're going to start having you cut the people closest to you off until there's no one but you uh so i think that's what louis i think well, that's well and i who think louis that louis terms this is just me guessing but i think his terms when it comes to the two of them are blind loyalty so like jen obviously got invited because like she's been nothing but like yes ma'am yes ma'am yes ma'am like totally 100 yeah. percent. whereas dolores has been like a little more Wavers, fair yeah and has just been more like practical and logical because that's what people should do but mm. i think louis like blind loyalty or they're not invited yeah i think he's i think I, he's creating I, his cult. Exactly. I think there's a lot of darkness there. I think he has this complex and I think he thinks Teresa is his queen in this universe where he is all knowing and all wise, which <laughs> I think you hear how he talks like you were talking. He thinks he's elevated and woke and crazy. And so, yeah, I think he's a problem. I definitely think the no prenup is a bad situation. Oh Even my Andy's God. Saying, like I'm worried about you, Teresa. Oh my God, Teresa, like, please don't, more than me. doesn't matter. He can take it all away from you. Don't be dumb, please. Yeah. Oh my God, Teresa, don't be dumb after everything you've been through. Oh my God. I was screaming when she was talking about well, that. Well, Andy was, I can't believe Andy was like, Teresa, uh, Teresa, like I'm not coming for you. Like we're friends. Like don't, don't be a dummy. So stupid. Yeah. Wow. I mean, did we, uh, poo confiance? I think we poo confiant. <laughs> I cannot believe he named his freaking company. I, 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 I'm assuming Candy pulled him to the side and was like, you know that we're changing the name of this right before we go to production. Okay. Thanks. Gosh. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Anything you want to mention? Um, yeah, I'll talk about my other podcast really quick. Oh, I'm going to plug bleep. it. Bleep. So episode two is coming out this week. When you listen to this, podcast it should be out um we are also launching on youtube the youtube's come i think a little bit after but we've got our episode one youtube 
episode out. <laughs> I said I was. That's in like a lot of episodes. Well but done. yeah, you did good. The first episode is up on our YouTube. So if you want to watch me talk about the Glee Project, with your eyeballs with your eyeballs and your earballs, um, tune into YouTube. Great. And uh, for Hot and Bravo, make sure you are subscribed to us wherever you listen, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And follow us on the gram. Remember, a couple weeks ago, we got our Instagram back. So it's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we will see you next week. Adios. Bye.